Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My brothers and sisters, welcome to an intro to our new Salam podcast episode I'm very happy today because of a lot of things One thing is I got a new phone, new camera So it should be uh, sharper I hope, quality should increase Second thing, new microphones Third thing, maybe the most important thing New merchandise New hoodies in the store. Sasalam.com slash shop, I think, or it's cart, whatever. Go get it. When is the last time you bought a gift to someone? This is the perfect gift. We have it in black. We have it in white. One is, how much is one? I think uh, 29 or something. Two for 50. Go get them on the website. And as you can see, we have uh, a physical location for our podcast episode. And we have a very special guest. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting stuff, so uh, stay tuned. See you soon. Welcome back. I'm with the guest, Ibrahim Sabah. Gotta respect the Ain in the last name. <laughs> a man of history. And I think a lot of people know you, but for the people who don't know you, it's maybe a nice uh, to introduce yourself a little bit. Yes. Who are you? What are you about? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wassalam ala shraf musaleen. Nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Wa ba'd. In the name of Allah, the most great, the most merciful. Uh, my name is Ibrahim. Uh, you pronounced it right because a lot of people <laughs> uh, don't pronounce the Ain, you know. So it's uh, Sabah, which means in uh, in Moroccan it means like uh, lion. Mashallah. Um, so a little thing about myself: um, I'm uh, I'm 32 years old. I live in uh, in Holland. I was born in Morocco. Live in Amsterdam. Uh, when I was something like three years old, I uh, moved to Holland with my family. So um, I was born in Morocco in the city of uh, Taza, which lies in the in the middle of Morocco. It's one of the oldest cities in Morocco. Um, so that's really uh, something personal about myself and uh, about my education. Like you introduced me, I'm a man of history, but... Uh, uh, when I studied, uh, I never, I never studied uh, history like in, uh, like on a high school or university. I was very interested in history when I was, uh, when I was, uh, when I was young. Um, but uh, it was really when I got, when I got a little older that I was really interested in studying history. So I started studying history from, I think, from twelve years old or something like that. Um, so, um, yeah, and after that, I, I went to, to, to high school. I, I uh, studied communication, so it was really not into history. So the history thing was really something which, uh, which I pursued personal and, and uh, something which I uh, studied myself independently uh, in Morocco and in Holland with a lot of research and yeah. things like that. So, but really, if, if you want to know something about me, it's really history. You know, it's, uh, I'm just one and all. Uh, history, one, one the most encapsulating word to describe yeah, 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 you is yeah, history. Exactly, history, yeah. And the rest was history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. nice to hear. It's, uh, I think, the importance of history is, uh, is high. Yeah, you should know your background, 
in order to make the right decisions, right? That's what exactly. Say, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so like if you would um, describe the importance of history to someone who's maybe yeah. very young, how would you do that? Well, it's really history is like uh, you should see yourself like a tree. You know, uh, you know, a tree has roots, and if you sever those roots, then that tree will become dry, and, and eventually it will die out. You know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's uh, history is like that. Uh, you, you as a as a human being, you are like uh, you're like a tree. You know, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And history are really the roots. So you have to know what uh, where did I come from? Uh, uh, what is the civilization which my ancestors uh, produced? You know. Uh, really things like that. If you yeah. don't know that, then you don't have any roots and you'll eventually you will have an identity crisis. You will, uh, you will have doubts about your own culture, your own religion sometimes, your own ancestry. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like uh, you can describe it like a tree without roots, you know? Yeah. So you think the effects might be detrimental for persons who don't know who they are, exactly. where they come yeah. from. Yeah, exactly. Family, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And, and one thing which is very important for us, you know, like we are living like a minority, uh, Muslim minority living in the West. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's extra important that you know what you where you're coming from and uh, your ancestry and everything. Because if you don't know that in the Western society, then you will have a lot of issues. You yeah. will have an identity yeah. crisis. Yeah. You will yeah. look up to people who who are not your real should should not be role models you know so that's really something which is extra important for us here as my as a minority in the west so you also have your own channel or your own platform where you publish publish your own what is it findings research maybe interesting facts yeah yeah it was for me like uh, after that uh, after the attacks in New York 9/11, uh, yeah. which uh, because I was already into history, but for me it was just a hobby, you know, just checking up some some things, some mm-hmm. uh, ancient civilizations, uh, just some numbers, some figures, etc. Yeah, uh, it was just a hobby, you know. I liked it, but after that, uh, as a m- most Muslims know, is that. Uh, a lot of things change after that, you know. So you have to, as a Muslim in in the West, especially, you have to. Def- uh, you ha- uh, we get the feeling that we are that we were something like uh, you know a, a, a backward kind of people. So uh, something which was also being published by the media, you know. Uh, so that really changed my whole motivation to to to, to uh, research and to to study uh, history mm-hmm. because yeah. before that it was just like a hobby, you know. Yeah, yeah. And after that it was really really became I a wa- purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I had to know where did I come from, you know, mm-hmm. because according to the media and everything, I was uh, I was uh, I was some somebody who came from a country which didn't produce anything, which did, yeah, didn't yeah. have any civilization at all. Yeah. So it was for me like a soul searching mission after that. Uh, so that's that really changed a lot of things for me and also for a lot of other Muslims. And after that, I really started my own platform, you know, so I was uh, somebody who wanted to change that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I looked up uh, because I live in Holland, you know, so I, I uh, checked the whole uh, yeah, the Islamic Dawah scene, to call it like yeah, that, in, yeah. in Holland. What 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 is there uh, available uh, regarding history? Yeah. Uh, and I really, it was shocking to find out that in Holland we didn't have, al- we didn't almost have anything about history. You know, no, 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 no uh, research is being done. It was. Uh, we Do you mean have- in Islamic terms or at, ho- at the whole? 
No, in is- Islamic terms, okay. because history okay. as a, as a as a as a thing, you know, mm-hmm. you you can study it in school. You mm-hmm. can, you, yeah. It's yeah. all around you. Yeah. But in Islamic terms, yeah. we didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of things in Holland. So yeah. that really uh, motivated me to to do something, you know, because there were a lot of in uh, a lot of things, a lot of projects about all kind of things related to Islam, but not in history. Not was, in history. And yeah. that was something which we were missing in Holland. So yeah. that really triggered me to 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 start my own platform uh, back in the days. I'm talking about I think six, six seven years ago mm-hmm. uh, Andalus publications mm-hmm. uh, so I started just low-key you know writing articles and researching a couple of things and trying to 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 bring out history out of the back channels and bring it to the, to uh, the front, yeah. yeah to yeah. the front you know and uh, alhamdulillah you know that it worked out very nice uh, and now I'm really uh, I'm now really I reached a, a level of uh, doing a lot of things now uh, now it's something like i'm being asked to come to mosques you know which some uh, about, to talk about history you know yeah, yeah. back in those days really history was something yeah you know why why should we uh, organize something about history back in the day you had to really pitch your yeah, idea you had to, like, yeah you yeah. had to really to make a pitch you know you yeah. have uh, when yeah. you t- talked yeah. about somebody about history it was you have to make a pitch why you know because we already important? have a lot of yeah. things here yeah. but uh, now it is really uh, I reached a level, I think, one year ago, two years ago, that I really had so much uh, invitations from mosques and Islamic yeah. centers and yeah. universities yeah. to talk about history. So that was for me really the 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 the, the, the epic point, you know. For, uh, now I uh, achieved what I want, you know, to bring history out of those back channels yeah. to yeah. to the front. Yeah. yeah. So you 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 spoke quickly on the general history you learn in school, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you could enhance a bit on like. You're saying that is the general history you learn, but you learn some, out some kind of different history. Yeah, yeah. Is there some disconnect between what you are studying, and what maybe the general public uh, learns? Yeah. Well, there was also something which I found out back in those days. You know, because uh, when I studied history at school, it was like uh, it started always with the Greek European civilization. Uh, so you, you yeah. uh, before uh, the coming of of Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. before Christ, etc. And then you had the Roman period, mm-hmm. uh, and after that you really had a black hole of uh, almost a thousand of years. So exactly, yeah. you didn't get anything, you know. So yeah. my question was always, why is there a black hole in this whole uh, time frame? You know, from 500, the year 500, until the year 1500. Yeah. And uh, then after that, really, those books started off in 1500, and then mm-hmm. uh, we got into the Renaissance period. You know. Mm-hmm. So what I found out was that um, uh, history or civilization, as to know, because it was about civilizations uh, it started in europe you know with the greeks and then after that the romans and after the romans we had a black period of nothing you know it's completely blacked out yeah, yeah. and then after 1500 we uh, we have the renaissance period again which starts off in europe, europe again yeah. you know so yeah. the notion was that history and civilization everything started in europe and then ended in Europe, you know. And then you have the whole, uh, in, uh, the whole, the whole uh, renaissance, after the Renaissance. So you were asking those questions when you were young yourself. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, fifteen okay, years old back then, yeah. you know. But yeah. even then, you know, fifteen years old, I really asked myself, why is this, you know? Mm-hmm. And 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 what I asked myself also is, where where are the Muslims, you know? Because yeah. uh, because uh, I didn't read anything, really anything about Muslims, you know. So the notion was that we as Muslims, we didn't produce anything, we didn't contribute anything to civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started to do my own research, uh, and and I found out that we, as a as a Muslim civilization, to call it like that, we had a huge history, a huge civilization. We contributed to a, a, almost every field of science, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that that was really uh, so. 
what they teach at the public schools these days, you know, mm -hmm. that's really the the Greek role. Why though? Why is it not prevalent? Well, it, it, to 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 give an answer on that, you know, because I don't want to be the guy who who says the really, conspiracy. Yeah, theorists. you know, the conspiracy guy. You know, it's all a conspiracy. They don't want to know. But uh, eventually, uh, I really uh, get that thing. It's not a conspiracy because. They are really, uh, with they, I mean the, the whole public school system in Holland, uh, and also outside of Holland, they are really holding back information, you know, and that's that. But what is what is what could be the reason for them holding I, back? I, I think I think what I think is when uh, if you hold back information, then you don't want the other party or you don't want your own people to know something, you know. Yeah. And uh, when you do that, then you have a purpose, you know. That's not something you just do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, uh, my what, what what my findings were was that Europe as a, as a as a continent or the Western world to call it like that, you know, with America and and the whole Western world is. They want the people to, to, to believe that they were the torch bearers of civilization, of everything mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. good, you know, yeah. and portray other civilizations or other peoples uh, as, as backwards. And that's yeah. also something yeah. which we see in politics, in, in the media, in, in everything, you know. Uh, that's also things which we see in, in uh, because a lot of wars which were created by uh, all those invasions in different countries, you know, the whole colonization of, of Africa and uh, of South America by the Spanish. Mm -hmm. When you look at the reason for that, then you, uh, the reason is that the Western world, you know, they have the notion that they are superior, you know, that their civilization is the right one. And they have to uh, uh, bring those people from other civilizations. They have to bring them to the Western kind the of the white man's burden, right? Exactly, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's really um, that, that's really one of the reasons, you yeah, know. Uh, yeah. So that's so very sad, you know. It's very it's sad. Very sad, and it's very odd. Like, yeah. uh, maybe it's also a bit odd that you're the only the only few people who think about this, right? Yeah, it's aren't you sometimes like wondering, like, why am I the only person who? Is yeah, yeah. thinking about this and being like concerned about it. Well, uh, in the beginning, I had that feeling. You know, am I the only one? You know, yeah, am yeah, I the only yeah, one? Because, yeah, yeah. but but after that, you know, I found out that a lot of uh, Muslims and also non-Muslims they have the same feeling like me. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and that's because they are now being uh, they have a whole awakening now. You know, but because their children are going to school, and uh, they are learning all kind of things about the Western scientists, the Western travelers, the Western. Uh, Everything, you know, everything is Western. Mm -hmm. And uh, that creates a lot of problems in a lot of families and societies. So a lot of Muslims now, I, uh, because I speak with, with a lot of them and my own platform, you know, El Andalus Institute right now, mm -hmm. I got a lot of emails every week almost from people who are very concerned about this, you know, and yeah. they are asking me, how yeah. can I, uh, you know, how can I educate my children, my children uh, yeah, about yeah. this? So it's heading the, the right direction, yeah, yeah, you yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there is really an awakening. So the, the people are now tr understanding that, uh, that that we as a community, because we are daily being attacked in the media and, and uh, mm -hmm. a lot of channels uh, as a Muslim population in Holland, and uh, so they are re now really having the feeling and, and 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 the understanding that that a lot of those things which are uh, which is being said about Muslims are not true. You know that we are a backward uh, civilization. Yeah. No. That we are no. we didn't contribute anything, etc., etc. You know, so a lot of people are waking up right now, and yeah. now they want to know. How can we change this whole thing, you know? So it's funny, right? Because uh, it's mostly the second generation, right? Who concerns with this. Yeah, yeah. I think the first generation was really concerned in establishing uh, ourselves into the country. Exactly. Making yeah. money, having a house, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And now that we are in this position, like, okay, I was born here. I have a house. I have an education. 
how am I going to position myself into society? Exactly. And then those questions arise. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, but what you say because uh, my my forefather, you know, or my my grandpa and my father, they came to this country to Holland. Yeah. Uh, with the understanding to to earn money yeah, uh, yeah, and then yeah. send it back to to their home countries home and then yeah. go back again, you know, because yeah. when I talked with my grandfather when he still lived, you know, he always told me the same thing. We are. We, I, I came to Holland just for one purpose to to earn a lot of money yeah. and then go back to Morocco and then start Same my day. life yeah. again, uh, start a better life for me and my yeah. and my family. Yeah. Because but we as a second generation or the third generation, uh, we are part of this fa- country. You know, we, we studied here. We were a lot of us were born here. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. for us this is not just a, a passing station, Holland. It's our country. It's you where know? we were born. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So then uh, the notion comes up that we want our rights here. We want to be respected. We want to be uh, part of society. Yeah. And one of those things is that our contribution, our civilization, what we contributed as Muslims to the world, you know, should be known and should be also being taught in schools. Because when you don't do that, uh, let's say when you're a Western uh, uh, non-Muslim child in Holland, for example, mm-hmm. and you are falling, you're going to school, and the only thing which you're learning on school is uh, Marco Polo, Christopher mm-hmm. Columbus, yeah. discovered America, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Renaissance period with all of those Western scientists and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. What the feeling you get then, and the mentality is my 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 civilization or my uh, uh, my ancestors, you mm-hmm. know, uh, we we are superior, you know. So you will also act in life like that. So you will see somebody who's coming from China or from India or from Africa or wherever as somebody who's lower than you, you know, because the whole notion in this uh, that whole educational uh, system is. Everything which is West is the best. You know? Also, the other way around, right? The people who aren't Western get like this inferiority complex. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. what have I, what have I done? Exactly. All the advancements in scientific fields are from the Western people. So exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's that. Yeah, that, that's also a problem for our own youth because mm-hmm. what our own youth sees now is that everything which is Western uh, has to do with with uh, with 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 with, uh, with progress. You know. And everything which is Islamic is, has to do with something which is backwards, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. And the problem you then have is that our own youth, and that is something which we see around us, you know, mm-hmm. daily, is that our own youth, they doubt, sometimes they have doubts about our own faith, they have doubts about our, our own identity. Uh, some of them, you know, um, uh, don't want to be associated with their own culture anymore, you know, so they have a whole identity crisis. So it's really uh, yeah. a sad situation which we are living really, right really now. Really, really sad yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one of the questions I was I was really wondering, like, but I, I'm starting to understand as we go into this conversation, yeah. is uh, how does this link with um, bringing up children, raising children? Because you have written a book about it. Yeah. Uh, you are also into that, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm very into into children and education because I, I because uh, children, our children, you know, I have children mm-hmm. myself. Our children are really the future for this country, you know. So we uh, we have to give them the right example and everything. And uh, and uh, what we experience right now yeah. in Holland yeah. as a Muslim minority is it's something which is very bad from the media and everything. But what they will experience after us will be, I think, will be much worse so so we have to prepare them uh, prepare them for that you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if we don't do that right now then uh, we will have a next generation with which will be totally uh, detached from islam yeah. and totally yeah. de- detached from their own culture and mm-hmm. own roots and everything mm-hmm. so uh, uh, that's why i also have written a book about it a couple of uh, uh, months ago mm-hmm. it was uh, about just very basically you know about how to install some basic things into uh, f- uh, into our children, you know? So not uh, necessarily history-related? 
but to some degree, but mostly yeah. like how do you put this identity feeling? Exactly. It's it's uh, both things, you know, because the core thing of everything is really religion, Islam, you know, mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. whole creed of Islam, you know, yeah. you have to yeah. install that. Yeah. And when you have done that, then you will be able to go further and teach them about history and of, yeah. uh, all that, because then yeah. they will have, you know, the whole uh, mm -hmm. notion of I want to know more about this. So uh, I have the feeling that uh, because w the direction which we are heading right now with our children uh, is very bad, you know, and you can see that all around you, you know, our children, what I see daily around me, you know, sometimes I go to, uh, because uh, children come to my house, you know, to play with my children, for example, okay, yeah, yeah. or I, I sometimes go to schools to, mm -hmm. to give uh, lessons. Mm -hmm. And then I talk with children, you know, and then I ask them, I, I can give you one example. It was, uh, I was in, 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 uh, in a school, uh, in an Islamic school, you know? Yeah. It was like uh, three months ago. And I was giving a, a lesson about the, the heritage of Islamic Spain, you know? Yeah. And I asked those children, it was a class, you know, full of bright children, the the, uh, the seventh grade, you know, so they were really uh, kind of becoming, you know. The head awareness. Exactly, yeah. you know. So I asked them, you know, I, I put some pictures on, on the on the screen about Spain, you know, and uh, I showed them uh, uh, some things about uh, Real Madrid, you know, the football club, mm -hmm. something about Spanish food and uh, about Spanish, uh, um, Spanish, you know, the, the nice weather in Spain and the beaches, etc., you know. So I showed them that and I, uh, so I, I told them this is the notion which a lot of people have when we were talking about Spain, you know. And they told me, yeah, 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 I know, yeah. because they could tell me everything about the football club, you know. Like, yeah, and I, I know how to eat paella and I know, I know that in, I went to, with my parents to Spain and I saw the nice beaches and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. and then I asked them, I asked them, okay, uh, uh, can one of you raise his hand or her hand, uh, because I'm now going to mention a name, you know, mm -hmm. uh, about, which is related to Spain. And I told them, Al-Andalus, mm -hmm. you know, who, who of you knows about Al-Andalus? And really, uh, one child, you know, put up, uh, put, put, put his uh, hands on, you know, <laughs> and I was very happy. Well, wow, Alhamdulillah, you know, more than expected, right? yeah, you know, there's one, you know, he's going to give me a good answer, you know. And then it was a girl I remember and she told me about, yeah, yeah, Al-Andalus, that's the sauce which I put on my sandwich, you know. Oh, <laughs> so that's really, you know, I was really sad about that, oh. you know, and, and, uh, <laughs> and then I really, <laughs> you know, that's really, uh, we're talking about and we have to put this, uh, these kind of things in perspective, you know, yeah, because we're yeah. talking about 800, almost 800 years of history you know just uh, really El Andalus was the cradle of the European civilization you know yeah. and, and our children in the seventh grade and uh, in on an Islamic school you know uh, if it was oh, not you didn't a, mention that it was an Islamic it was school. An, okay. yeah it was an Islamic okay. school so if it was not an Islamic school I would say okay, okay. you know never mind you know but an Islamic school you know and they don't know anything about it and that's really something which really hit me you know personal because uh, it was it was really so, so all these feelings, right, with children and yeah. raising them, did that come after you had kids or before? No, for me, uh, I, I, I will, <laughs> from experience, I will tell you that a person uh, before having children, you have a whole different kind of mentality and everything, you know, a whole kind of different mindset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you are living just in your own world, you know, and you are really bothered by your own life mm -hmm. and things around you, you know, mm -hmm. the, your wife and everything. Mm -hmm. But after having children and after, you know, uh, then you will have a whole different mindset. Then you will have an, a new feeling inside of you because then you will know that Describe this feeling which you have. It's like, you know, it's like uh, then you are, it's like you're looking at a child, you know, you're looking at a child, it's your own flesh and blood, you know, you're looking at it and, 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 and 
uh, and you see all the things which you experience during your own youth, uh, you don't want them to uh, experience those, the same things. Mm-hmm. And you know that there will come a time when they will grow up that will be much worse, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you look at the current situation in Europe, yeah. you know? And then uh, you're asking yourself, you know, uh, I have to do the maximum I can do for my children to give them the right tools, you know, and the right, uh, the right knowledge and everything. So that after, I, uh, after I'm, you know, when I'm gone, that they will be able to resist these kind of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And pass it on, right? Yeah, and it will be really like a holy mission for you because you're talking about your own flesh and blood, you know. And, and, and that's really, uh, you know, children are very, you know, when you look at a child, you know, your whole heart becomes very uh, soft mm-hmm. and everything, you know, that's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when you have children. And then that whole mission about, you know, uh, history for me, it's, it's history, you know. It will be much 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 more important you know because what you want for your own children you want it also for uh, for other children you know so so that whole feeling becomes even more pressing on you it's like uh, it's like you're having a mountain on your back you can like, yeah, it's, uh, it's like a burden you know because uh, and and yeah the thing is also which is really bothering you is that in holland we don't really have anything you know if we had all kind of institutions in holland about mm-hmm. teaching history and islamic identity mm-hmm. it would be like you know uh, you know, we have a lot of a lot of people doing it, a lot of people, you know, becoming active, etc. So, alhamdulillah, you know, but there's really, uh, there's really almost nothing, you know. Yeah, so it's really, uh, you know, I don't want to say that I am like a torch bearer of history in Holland or something, you know, but... No, but it's like, you have to be realistic. There's not nothing here. There's nothing, you know, yeah. and yeah, yeah, that's really, sometimes it's really like uh, becoming a mission for you and mm-hmm. people around you also sometimes tell you, yeah, come on, man, you know, uh, give, it. yeah, you know, you know, just do things like all other people, yeah. you know, just go, uh, just chill. You know, just chill, uh, yeah, you know, go to the cinema or something, you know. Why are you or, so concerned? Exactly, right? you know, just go play soccer with somebody. <laughs> and then for me, it's like, yeah, okay, but if I inv- I have like this week, for example, I have five hours of free time, for example, yeah. you know, yeah. I can go to the cinema or play soccer, you know, but that means that, um, I, yeah, uh, some things which are very necessary will not be performed, you know, and so... It's sometimes you have to really find a right, uh, a right balance into that, uh, especially when you have a family, you know, because uh, every in Islam, you know, we, uh, when the Islamic teachings uh, are that everybody has a right on you, you know, mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, own soul, your mm-hmm. own body, your family, mm-hmm. your children, etc. You know, so sometimes you have to keep the right balance that it will not drag you, you know, completely off, you know. Yeah. 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 So I can imagine the people who are listening right now and they have children or are expecting. Yeah. They feel this <laughs> responsibility right now on their shoulders. Yeah. So maybe, uh, what is the name of the book, by the way? Uh, it's a Dutch book. It's yeah. written in, in Dutch. It's yeah. uh, called uh, uh, Kinderen opvoeden in Islam, you know, mm-hmm. which you can translate like uh, educating children in Islam. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a basic book, you know. It's yeah. really about yeah. uh, just the basics of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but but I can give you some information about future things which will come, inshallah, mm-hmm. because now that was really something, just a basic thing. But could now... You, like, for example, a concept of that book. Could you maybe explain, like, for yeah. people what to expect when they open that book? Yeah, it's like, it's like the basics, you know. So you open it, the first thing, which it, it starts off with creed, you know, te- mm-hmm. teaching a child the right creed. Mm-hmm. And after that, you have the nec- next chapter. It's about uh, teaching... Uh, children to have a right uh, self-esteem, for example, okay, okay. Uh, a right personality, yeah. to take the right role models, etc., etc. You know, it's uh, divided into chapters, so it sort starts off with creed and then goes on. Uh, 
so that's that's one of the projects we we have done, and now mm-hmm. we are really working on uh, new projects. I'm talking about books, mm-hmm. uh, and then we what we want to do right now in Holland is really bring out books about Islamic uh, role models because okay. uh, one thing which is very important yeah. right now, especially in the environment which we are living, in, is the right role models to have. I mean, who are the role models at the moment? For the well, children? at the moment, if we look at the the, the current situation uh, and our youth, you know, you will see that the role models are uh, uh, musicians, you know, uh, actors, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, soccer players, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, pl- you know, a soccer player can be a role model in the sense that you, you know, uh, you want to be sportive, like uh, you want to have, you want to be like a talent, like a soccer player, you want to achieve something. That's not a problem. But the mm-hmm. problem is the moment you will um, uh, try to live like that uh, role model, you know, that's the big problem right now. So what what a lot of youth ha- have is like, you have, for example, a very good football player like Ronaldo or Messi, for example, you know, uh, and then they will try to imitate those people, you know, and that's yeah. really the problem. When you're trying to imitate somebody uh, in your life, you know, mm-hmm. you're taking habits from them. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, and, and a lot of Islamic scholars have, have written books about these kind of things. And they really have written down that the moment you will start to imitate people in just in their dress, for example, or in their appearance, the next step will be to imitate them in their creed. And that's the big thing, you know. So when you're seeing, for example, a soccer player, when he leaves the field or enters the field, you know, they, uh, they put a cross on them, you know, with, the, with, with their hands. Uh, you will, uh, some of our youth will see that and they will say, okay, well, he's my idol, you know, I really like that guy, you know, I try to imitate him and mm-hmm. he's, uh, he, every time he enters the field, he puts a cross on and he scores a goal. So maybe the next time I will go to uh, play soccer Parker, with, my, yeah. with my friends, I will do the same thing. You I'll know? do a bicycle kick. Yeah, and then you open the whole Pandora's box, you know. So at but this do, moment, you don't think it's necessarily bad that soccer players are role models? It's not necessarily bad uh, because a soccer player is a is, is somebody who who does a uh, is somebody who's, who's healthy, you know, who mm-hmm. lives a healthy mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. who's very sportive, mm-hmm. uh, uses his talents. Uh, because to be a soccer player, professional one, you need to really to to uh, put your talents into practice. So that these are things which are nice, you know. That's something you can take from somebody. There's no mm-hmm. problem in that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the moment you will idolize somebody and take up their haircut, for example, yeah, you know, yeah. is something which we see all around us, you know, uh, taking their haircut. And the next step is to, to imitate them in other things. And before you know, then you have entered really uh, opened the Pandora's box mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. all kind of consequences, you know. So, so do you think that is one of the main challenges of raising kids, having this? the wrong role models or do you think there are bigger things we should be worrying about uh, at this moment really having bad role models is is one of the biggest things in holland because uh, when you have uh, when, you, when you don't know the right role models then the the the, the problem is really more fundamental because mm-hmm. when you cannot make a difference between a right role model and a, a wrong one you know so you, you you don't have even the the the, the knowledge to know okay this guy is not something uh, it's not somebody who I should follow you yeah, know yeah, yeah. then then that tells us that that person mm-hmm. uh, is somebody who doesn't have the islamic background the islamic uh, upbringing mm-hmm. the islamic um, uh, proud proudness so uh, these are the real core issues you know is that something which we have to address yeah yeah so so that tells something about somebody you know when when my role model is a, a rock, uh, for example a rapper who, who constantly is rapping about nude n- uh, nude uh, ladies nude, yeah, you know nude, yeah. about about taking drugs about shooting people you know 
and uh, that's somebody which I idolize that sa says something about my Islamic uh, heritage you know about my Islamic way of of thinking you know but you think there is an inherent um, need for a kid to idolize someone uh, well, as a Muslims, we have to do that, you know. So suppose I'm a parent and I have a kid, right? Yeah. And I don't want him to idolize these rappers or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. What is something I can do? Like well, give me something practical, right? Yeah. Well, well the good, good thing is uh, what you can do practical for your children mm -hmm. is uh, try to uh, give them an alternative, you know. Because yeah. what the, what, what the situa situation is right now is that those children are constantly are on their tablets, you know, Netflix and YouTube, uh, you name it, you know, mm -hmm. all of those mm -hmm. channels. Mm -hmm. And the only thing which they will consume is things about the wrong role models, you know. As a parent, what you should do is give them the right role models. Well, the first role model should be yourself, you know. So be... You as a parent should be the role model. Mm -hmm. That's the first mm -hmm. thing you can do, you know, because if you're telling a child, you know, uh, try to live like Abu Bakr or Omar, for mm -hmm. example, you mm -hmm. know, one of the big caliphs of Islam, mm -hmm. um, and you yourself are completely uh, detached from that, you know, your child will think, well, you know, they don't buy that. They, you know, they're not stupid, you know. No. So no. the first practical thing is try to live like uh, real role models yourself. When you have that, then your children, children will look up to you. Mm -hmm. And when you have uh, achieved that, then you will be able to tell them, okay, uh, my dear son or daughter, you know, uh, I have here a book about one of the great Islamic heroes, for example, you know, one of yeah. the companions of the Prophet, yeah. uh, peace be upon him, or, mm -hmm. or, or, or one of the big Islamic scientists or heroes, you name it. Then they will take it from you, you know. Then they will accept it from you yeah, yeah. because they will think, "Oh, well, my parent, you know, is really into Islam and you know, etc. Is a good role model, is mm -hmm. treating me good, etc. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they will take it from you. But yeah. if you don't do that, then they will not take anything from you. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the and really that is for their mother as well as the father, right? Yeah, especially for the mother, you know, because in the norm, uh, what we see right now a lot is that uh, it's changing a little, you know, because. Back in the days when our parents were living, you know, um, the, the, the father was the one who was providing the family, you know, so the father was constantly outside, you know, not at home. So the mother was staying home with the children, you know, mm -hmm. so the home yeah. was uh, the mother was really the, fr the, 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 the school, you the know, school, the school yeah. for the children, yeah. you know, yeah. because they she was constantly, constantly with the children. So for the woman, it's more uh, important. I don't want to say that I don't want the sisters to, to criticize me and told me that, uh, tell me that, uh, you know, we should stay at home or something. But what we see right now is that the, 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 the Muslim women are uh, also working, you know, mm -hmm, they are mm -hmm. also providing and everything. That mm -hmm. whole thing, those, those, that whole traditional thing is completely gone yeah, almost. Yeah, it's shifting, yeah. Yeah, so the yeah. shifting. So now, so now it's really b for both parents, but, but for, especially for the mother, you know, because yeah. from, from a natural point of view, she's yeah, the I one who's... Yeah, I think the kid still, uh, you know, still is more towards leaning towards the mother yeah, at the yeah, beginning, yeah. right? Yeah, they were more inclined to inclined, the mother. Inclined, yes, you know? that's exactly. what I'm Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, she, yeah. So, so for the woman, it's also very important to really uh, read into these kind of things, you know, to, have, to, to get the right knowledge because mm -hmm. what we see a lot, uh, which I also see a lot, is that uh, the men are really uh, uh, trying to gain knowledge, you know, Mm -hmm. And the women are, are sometimes they're also prevented from getting knowledge, you know. So mm -hmm. the woman, especially in this time and frame which we are living right now and all the attacks which are being launched on women in the West about all kind of issues, mm -hmm. she is the one really who should be very strong, you know. So, so especially I will especially tell the woman, you know, to... To, to, to gain knowledge, you know, to, to, to read a lot, uh, to, 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 because be aware of these kind of things, you know, especially as a mother, you know. So, so it's very important.
So let's, uh, it's, it, you know, it's interesting for me, but a little bit out of touch for me yet yeah. to talk about children and raising them. Well, may Allah give you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> may, may give you a lot of children. You know, I, yeah. I, I was talking, you know, like I know, I know about it, but you know, I'm just, just yeah, asking, yeah, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's interesting for me to hear yeah. as well. But also something you are very keen on talking about, you told me, is the ambition in the youth, right? Exactly. And yeah. that is something that it applies for the parents, the older people, the younger people. It's for everyone. For everybody, exactly. But I think yeah. your focus is mainly still like on the youth, right? Yeah, because um, when we look at history, you know, I go back to history again. Mm-hmm. Because when we look at history, we mm-hmm. see that uh, when you want to change a society, mm-hmm. that's even the Prophet, peace be upon him, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, mm-hmm. when he started building his the first Islamic society in yeah. Medina, for example, he leaned a lot on youth, you know. When we look at the companions, mm-hmm. uh, when uh, the most senior, uh, the most senior uh, companions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, they were very young mm-hmm. when he started his message, and we all, we also see that uh, his message attracted a lot of youth, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the youth have a. Uh, they have an energy, you know. Mm-hmm. They are open for new ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, uh, they don't have that whole thing which is holding us back, like that old mentality, that mm-hmm. cultural backwardness, you know, yeah. which yeah. a lot of older people uh, have. Mm-hmm. So the youth are very important for this, you know. And and uh, so something which we miss right now, and which we see in history, is that the youth. Uh, in history, they had a lot of ambition, you know. When yeah. we look, for example, at, uh, like one of the greatest Islamic figures in history is like Salahuddin, for example. Mm-hmm. Salahuddin mm-hmm. Ayyubi, the one who uh, reconquered uh, uh, Jerusalem for the Muslims. Yeah. When he was young, and that is something which is very important also for the parents, uh, he was he was being brought up with one thing in his mind. I have to liberate uh, Jerusalem one day. Yeah. And everything in his life, what he did, you know, his his work, his school, his his projects, his it's always towards that. It's always it was all directed to that one goal, you know, and, yeah. and everything. His choosing of the right people around him, uh, you name it, you know, uh, a lot of examples like that. So uh, we see that though uh, the youth in history they had a lot of ambition, and when we look at the current situation. And I talk a lot with youth, you know, one of the questions I always ask them is, what uh, do you study, for example, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. if you study, uh, uh, why are you studying? What do we want to achieve, you know? I don't know, I just want to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I've been you know, there long. Yeah, it. that's really, you know. Why do you study this? I don't know. I, yeah, just I don't like know, it. you know, that's really yeah. something which is really flabbergasting me, you know. Yeah. You are studying something, you know, so studying means you are you know, putting some... Uh, energy in something. Yeah. You are putting a, a lot of time of your life into something. Yeah. And why, you know, why are you doing that? Is that does it has a pur- uh, do you have a purpose with it or something? Yeah. You know. And a lot of times I get answers like, yeah, because it earns good money, you know, yeah. or I want to, you know, or, or my friends chose this kind of uh, thing, so I mm-hmm. want it also because mm-hmm. then I can join my friends in the class, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's really. It's really, uh, there is no ambition anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something which is really a shame because somebody who doesn't have any ambition in his life, that then you will have a lot of more problems because when you don't have ambition, that means that you are living your days, for example, mm-hmm. without any feeling, you know? So you're starting up, you're waking up in the morning, you will, uh, you know, with just, no purpose. Just not doing what you have yeah, to do. Yeah, you know, it's like without a purpose. So you're starting, you're waking up in the morning, you're going to school, work, whatever, you know, without a purpose. And at the end of the day, you go back to bed and you're, uh, you, you you lie your head on the, on the pillow and then you will reflect, okay, why? what did I do today? Yeah. Nothing, you know. And if I did nothing, if, if I did something, it mm-hmm. didn't have any purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And that leads also to depressions because somebody who doesn't have any ambition in life, yeah. who doesn't have any... 
uh, anything to achieve, you know, doesn't have any purpose in life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is somebody who, who lives an empty life and that will also lead to depressions. That's so they say, they say, right, that the youth nowadays, they, they shoot the arrow and then they draw the board. Yeah, exactly. Shoot, shoot <laughs> so I'm yeah, going to no, study this yeah, and I'll exactly. see where I land. I see where I land, you know, that's completely, uh, that's not from Islam, you yeah. know. As but it, like, I mean, like finding your purpose is a really big thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. we shouldn't downplay it i mean it's 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 something substantial like yeah, you have yeah. to of something significant how do you how can you help someone find their purpose like at maybe someone is 15 16 years old yeah. and he's like i don't know what to study how yeah. can you help him like decide and motivate him to have like this is what you want to become well the, th- the thing which i almost uh, which i almost uh, always recommend to people is uh, mm-hmm. as a person everybody of us you know every one of us has mm-hmm. a talent you know there's no there's not a person you know i don't believe that there is any person who doesn't have any talent or something yeah. or, you know no, or, or no. some something something he's good at excels in yeah. you know yeah. so so the first thing what you should do is uh, uh recognize your own talents you know know that uh, because every one of us has his own thing you know so when you recognize your own talent you know okay i'm good at this for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then concentrate on that thing you know don't yeah. do 10 things at, uh, at a time you know yeah. or, or just jump into things which you don't have any feeling with etc mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that will de- demotivate you yeah, and you will leave things motivation. you know yeah. exactly so yeah. the, the the basic thing is you know recognize your own talent yeah uh, and when you have done that then it is very important to know why did Allah give me this talent, you know? Why did Allah bestow this talent on me? So to make money, right? Yeah, <laughs> you really, is that, is that the thing, you know, did Allah give you like... I mean, that's what we, when, when we talk about ambition, we're talking exactly. about making money, right? That's the thing, you know, you know, <laughs> did Allah give you this talent, you know, this, this, all of this, you know, this, 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 this know-how yeah. just to, uh, you know, just to buy a boat and, and a villa and, and uh, you know, and a house in Spain or something, yeah, you know, yeah. is that it, you know? Yeah. That's really ridiculous You have if you have a mindset like that, you know, so... You should know then. Then you should know that Allah gave you this talent yeah. uh, to use it for for something. for a purpose. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, if you, it's not just He gave it to you, because it's something which you will be asked about. You know, when you are uh, leaving this world, uh, what what did you do with your free time, for mm-hmm, example? Mm-hmm. What, did, what did you do with your mind? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and when you have no, uh, when you find the purpose, and the purpose should be, you know, uh, uh, using that uh, talent you have to uh, make life better for the world you know for the muslims for mm-hmm. the for the for the complete civilization of mankind it's something which we see in the past with mm-hmm. the great islamic scientists yeah. for example you know yeah. and when you have that then you will have a purpose in life you know because then you have recognized your talent that's mm-hmm. the first step the f- second step is okay why did i have this talent why did i get it you know mm-hmm. and then when you have find that answer then you can really start doing something with it you know yeah. and then you will have a purpose in life yeah. And that's really something from the past, you know. If you look at the scientists from the past, you know, you'll see that the greatest inventors of Islam, they didn't just make something to earn money with it, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like Al-Khawarizmi, who, the, one, the guy who invented algebra and algorithm, algorithms, things like that, you know. Al-Khawarizmi, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he never became a billionaire or a millionaire, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, and he, in his introduction of his book, you know, he wrote, wrote a book about it, you know, it's called uh, Al-Jabr wal-Muqabla in Arabic. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote really in the book, uh, I have, uh, uh, I have made this, you know, for the benefit, uh, for for to benefit society, to mm-hmm, benefit mm-hmm. Uh, humankind, you know, and that was his purpose. His purpose was not to become a billionaire or something, you know. And maybe for the people who don't know where they're good at, maybe ask around, you know, ask yeah. your friends. I heard a lot. The people say other people tell me what I'm good at. I didn't know. 
yeah, yeah, who yeah. observe me and they say like, this is what you do, right? And this is what you're good at. Well, that's a good point you bring yeah. up because that, and then we come to the point, which is also a th- uh, thing which is very important is the right companionship, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you don't have the right companionship as a youth in Holland or wherever, you know, uh, people who really benefit you, they will give something to you, you know, the people who tell you exactly what you're yeah. telling me, you know, yeah. you have this talent. Uh, do something with it. Do something with it. You yeah. know, they are pushing yeah. you to, to do something, you know? When you have all kind of idiots around you, you know, who do, they don't even know, even if you have any talent, they will not tell you because they, because they, they don't Some want jealousy, you to grow, yeah, you know, jealousy. <laughs> yeah, jealousy they and, you know, see you succeed. Uh, they don't want you to succeed. Exactly. You know, so, so the right people around you is very important. So the right people find your right talent and then try to think, channel this into some way of serving, right? Exactly. Allah, you know? Yeah, exactly. You so know? Well, for you, it was your, your, uh, your. Your, how how you how much you liked history, right? Exactly. And you thought, okay, I can twist this into serving the ummah by exactly. making them aware. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's really my purpose, you know. Yeah. Because for me also, because when I looked around and in, in, uh, I want to do something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my mission, I want to do something. I don't yeah. want to be the guy on the sideline just you know screaming. Yeah. Because you have a lot of people these days, you know, the only thing is standing on the, at the sidelines and just screaming and criticizing noise, and you yeah. know being yeah. negative, you know, without. Uh, doing anything Without themselves contributing yeah exactly yeah. that's really toxic yeah. you know yeah. so my thing was i want to do something okay then you'll look around uh the first thing is what am i good at you know mm-hmm. for me it was history you know mm-hmm. I'm, i love mm-hmm. i love the history i studied history you know so i want to do okay then i will use my talent which is history you know for the ummah you know and mm-hmm. that's something which i wanted to do and which i all uh, and, and i did and w- what i experienced during that journey is that Something which um, uh, people will accept it from you, you know, and that's something which God, Allah gives you, you know, when mm-hmm. you are doing something for uh, with the right purpose, you know, with the right intention, uh, even if it looks hard or, or, or difficult, wherever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, during that journey, he will guide you, he will, he will, he will, he will help you out, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something which I experienced. So, so I want to also tell to the youth and uh, people in general, you know. When you have something and uh, it's, it seems like very far away, you know, it seems very difficult, everything. But if you have the right purpose, it's something which I experienced myself, you know, when you have the right purpose, the right intention, the right intention should not be to become a billionaire, you know. Mm-hmm. You c- I, 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 but it's, is it wrong to want to make money? Well, that's what I wanted to tell uh, so, because you know, I would like to drive a nice exactly, car. Exactly, exactly. It's not, it's not any, it's not a problem. You know, you can become an inventor or scientist and earn money with it. Yeah. But it should not be your main uh, purpose. You know, uh-huh. your first purpose or intention should be to serve the ummah, serve mm-hmm. the Muslims mm-hmm. and humankind. You know, mm-hmm. and and you can become rich. It's no problem. You know, because when we look at the, the companions of the Prophet, some of them are very rich, and yeah. it's not it's not any problem at all. You know, yeah. it's nothing in Islam which forbids us to drive a, a BMW or have a nice house, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not a problem, but it should not be your main focus, you know, yeah. and that's the thing uh, these days. This is one point I want to make you aware of is every generation says that the previous generation is in a bad place. Yeah. Don't you think we are just the same old people who are just, you know, yeah. being negative about the youth or do you think this time there is actually something going wrong? How, how can you reflect on this and make sure that I mean, like you know, you know, work like a generation yeah. ago. They also said like yeah, about the generation. About uh, about the f- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in what, to what extent are we just complaining, and in what yeah. extent are we just really? Yeah, when when we look at the generation before us, we will see that they they also had a lot. They had a lot of things which were not very good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing which they which they had was they were connected with their 
ancestors you know they were connected with their yeah. civilization yeah. things yeah. like that you know so like mm-hmm. for example my grandfather we came to holland uh, in the in the 50s you know uh, when he came here he 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 kept his own way of dress you know mm-hmm. he kept his own way of looking at things you know mm-hmm. he kept his own he was proud on his uh, heritage you know he yeah. always talked about it with me you know and he uh, talked about his ancestors with a very proud yeah. Yeah. Uh, way of talking you know uh, he was very proud even you know w- where i come from you know where my uh, ancestors come from it's, re- it's really in the north of morocco you know it's really uh, a very mountainous region with a lot of uh, difficulties you know we didn't have any civilization or something mm-hmm. it was really even electricity was introduced like 20 years ago or something you know it was very it was a very mountainous uh, backward uh, kind of of place you know but even then with so much pride they spoke he ha- yeah he had he was very proud of it you yeah. know when he talked about his father and his grandfather yeah. were full of proud you know because he told me we were since because morocco was colonized by france you know so uh, his ans- uh, his his father fought fought against the french you know he was very proud of those kind of things yeah. you know yeah. and when you are talking with the generation of today there's no pride. Uh, there's no pride at all, you know. And 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 if you tell I them, I think even extra on it, it is looked down upon to be proud. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and that's what we're talking about exactly. Because because of those role, wrong role models, yeah. the whole uh, educational system, which is completely uh, biased uh, uh-huh. towards the Western world, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. is that they will tell you my own country, where I came from, uh, where I came from, where my ancestors came from, is really a backward country. I don't yeah. want to visit it. I don't want to go there yeah. and, uh, you know, I don't have any pride in it, you know, mm-hmm, and what mm-hmm. I want is uh, what I see before me yeah, right now yeah. in Holland, you know, that's really a big, s- something which we can really see, you know. That is true. Yeah, yeah I so agree th- on that. Yeah, yeah. Because that is really unique, right, if you think about it. Their first time, really, the youth is really disconnected from their... Yeah, it's also a unique situation, you know, because yeah. it's, when you look at history and uh, to the Muslims, you know... Uh, uh, like a country like Holland, you know, we never had uh, uh, Islamic society here, mm-hmm, you know, in mm-hmm. history. Yeah. So it's the first time that uh, a, a g- big group of Muslims uh, live in the West uh-huh. uh, as a minority, uh-huh. you know. Uh, the only example which we have when we look at Europe, you know, it's maybe in the Balkans during the Ottoman time, but they lived under the Ottomans, you know. So after the Ottomans left, then they left some Islamic uh, societies back then, mm-hmm. uh, back there. Mm-hmm. And in Andalus, you know, the Muslims mm-hmm. after the fall of Granada, mm-hmm. you have you had some Muslims living under uh, Chris, Christian rule. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, we are really in a uh, kind of a unique kind of generation, you know, because yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, because never in history. Uh, a Muslim uh, society or a big group of Muslims lived with uh, lived uh, outside of Islamic borders mm-hmm. as a minority mm-hmm. under uh, un-Islamic rule. You know, yeah. so that's something which we really have to focus on, and, and something which we have to think about also when we co- talk about things like this. It's it really we are really a unique generation, and I think that the coming generations. We'll really write books about us, you know. You think? <laughs> yeah, well, I was thought something. I want to be in the book. I want to be in the book. I was talking with a friend of mine. You know <laughs> what I always do after, uh, you know, after work is uh, you know get a stroll through the park, you know, yeah. in Amsterdam, yeah. and uh, then we we'll talk about with me and a neighbor of mine. We talk about all kind of things, and I told him, you know, yeah. me and you are now walking here in Amsterdam, you know, the capital of Holland, uh, and we're talking about all kind of social issues, you know, and me, uh, we are very concerned about the situation of the Muslims, and I. Told them one day, you know, maybe 100 years from now, they will write books books about people like me and you. But it's true. <laughs> I mean, the times we live in is yeah. unprecedented, right? It's it's very yeah. The combination very of technology and then this yeah. new mixing part of the world and, exactly. like you said, being a minority as a yeah. non-Muslim. 
So really, that's, uh, that's something which I also have in my back head, you know, like mm. uh, everything what I do now, you know, the positions I take right now, you know, the, the, the things I do now, one day will be part of history. You know? what, do, what do you think the books will say? Like, these were confused people. I think... <laughs> I, they didn't know what they wanted. <laughs> I think if I, if, if I was a writer in, the, in that area, you know, and I, and, I, and I will write something like, you know, back in the 19 and 20, 20 and the 21th century, there was a group of Muslims yeah. living in Europe like a minority yeah. and lived there like for 150 years. And then and it was all back to yeah, normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly, something like that, you know. <laughs> and between them, you had people who were really uh, integrated and, 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 and <laughs> took the, the, you know, the culture and even <laughs> after time, the religion of the country, you know, like the yeah. traditional uh, 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 the Christianity or Judaism, you yeah. know. And a, and, and a group of them, you know, uh, stayed uh, loyal to Yeah, if you think uh, about the whole roots. picture, we were just 50 years. Yeah. The whole, yeah so you're right. It could be like just a spot in the... Just like a spot in history, you and know. And just go back to When normal. we look, yeah, you know, when we read uh, books about history, like Al-Andalus, for example, after the fall of Spain, mm -hmm. after the fall of Islamic Spain, you know, you had mm -hmm. like 100 years of Muslims living under Christian rule. And I, I studied a lot of those books, you know, and mm -hmm. it's the same like this, you know really writing about things which I see before my eyes right now. Like, for example, uh, like people, you know, who used to dress like uh, Arabs, you know, speak Arab in their homes. You'll see that some writer writes down in this city, the people st uh, stopped talking Arabic to each other and the women started uh, uh, removing their veils, for mm -hmm, example, mm -hmm. things like that, you know. So it's really... And then I look around me like here in Holland, you see the same thing almost, you know. You always, you almost like analyze society from a... Historic. From, yeah, historic <laughs> and... A, point of view. Like, yeah. a, uh, what's the term again? Where you look at like things... Like bird view. Uh, yeah, bird view. I, yeah. I, th I thought there was a word for our learning history, but I didn't pay attention. So <laughs> it makes sense that I didn't know what it was. But there's some word for it. As a narrative, as someone who sees it in front of them yeah. playing out. And if you think about it's what's like going on... It's like a chronicle, on, you know? Yeah, and if you think about what's going on right now and you think it like in that narrative, yeah. you start to see like, okay, what is Exactly, you know? And for me, it's more special because I studied all of those books, you know? So yeah. I, I, I already know, I, I know what happened to the lost generations, you know? Like lost Islamic generations in Spain, for example, in mm -hmm. the Balkans, mm -hmm. which were totally perished, you know? They mm -hmm. completely went out of, out of history, you know, like a match uh, being uh, put out. Mm -hmm. So you see the same things around you, you know, and then, th and people always tell me, come on, man, don't be so negative and things like that. Why you that. gotta be like this? <laughs> yeah, we're chilling, you know, we're having tea, we're laughing, and then you come exactly, with this. Exactly, you you're coming with your whole historic <sighs> thing. And Here it uh, goes again, guys, <laughs> okay. Exactly, you know, so I'm not very popular in some uh, in some circles, you know, but yeah. uh, but I think you always need a guy, you know. You, you, you're yeah, just the guy. Yeah, that guy, you know. That guy. <laughs> you know, you always need a guy who's uh, putting things in uh, kind <laughs> of perspective, you yeah. know. If you don't Here do that, then... Uh, people lose uh, lose yeah. re reality and will lose touch, you know. So there are some questions I have from the members which I wanted to ask. Yeah. But I first want to have a little break because there are some hoodies that have been ordered and I do need to bring them to their houses. <laughs> so I'll see you uh, soon. Inshallah. 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 So I'm very generous today. Special offer for the people who've been watching for an hour now. The first person to buy two hoodies and put the name of this podcast in the description, we'll go to get this mug for free. I'll get a, in, in a lot of trouble with my uh, treasurer. This is special <laughs> for you. You know, I'm feeling very generous. I'm going to fight with my treasurer later on, but this is free. If you buy two hoodies, this nice mug. Inshallah, let's go on. Inshallah. You're still fresh? Yes, still, I'm uh, completely fresh. <laughs> okay, so I have some questions from the members, which yes. are stated in Dutch, so I got to... Translate. Got to translate. <clears throat> The raising of your children always begins. Oh no! It 
actually already exists uh, begins when you're finding f- uh, your partner mm-hmm. to marry. What are your advices uh, to not uh, fall short on this? Yeah, that's a really a very important point, exactly. Because if you have uh, a partner which doesn't have the same view like you uh, regarding uh, the upbringing of children, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then you will have a lot of issues, you know, because then you will uh, you will go south and he will go uh, north, you know. Yeah. So b- uh, when you are choosing a spouse, you know, mm-hmm. a potential spouse you want mm-hmm. to get married, mm-hmm. it's very important to talk about things like that, you know, because uh, what we see a lot when people are meeting each other for the first time or the second time, you know, they're talking with each other about all kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, like, um, you know, uh, which country do you like to visit? But you I know, like to you know talk those about <laughs> the fluffy stuff, you know? <laughs> know the fluffy stuff, I you know? talk about those You, you can do stuff. that, you know, like <laughs> an icebreaker. You always yeah. have in a conversation, you have an icebreaker, you know, you can do that. But after that, you know, try to... Uh, to talk about mm-hmm. things like, you know, uh, how do you look uh, at the current situation, you know, mm-hmm. and how yeah. do you look like, uh, how do, what is your view about the, the upbringing of children, you know, mm-hmm. uh, things like that, you know, mm-hmm. then you will ha- you will, you'll know the person better, you know, you will also have a, a, a direct uh, insight in how uh, how a person thinks, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. very important, you know. So yeah. don't ju- ju- don't just talk about the fluffy things. So yeah, don't go into the serious stuff there. Yeah, exactly. You know, just uh, talk about the fluffy stuff during the icebreak, and after that, you know, talk about serious stuff like mm-hmm. you know things which are really important when you have children. Mm-hmm. You will have a lot of things, and uh, something which really is very important is that both spouses are looking at the right direction and are also moving in the right direction, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want to have any problems after having children and like somebody's pulling that that side and the other one is pulling that side. Mm-hmm. Somebody tells, for example, I want to bring my children to a Islamic school and yeah. the other one will say, no, I don't want that. I want my children to go to a public school because mm-hmm. I want them to have a better education, yeah. things mm-hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. So very important to talk about things like that beforehand, you know, because that that's really, will tell you also something about the person you, you want to get married with, you know? Good answer, good answer. Next one is, what is your advice uh, to teach your children about loving Allah from the beginning, from a young age? Well, that's really, uh, when we look at the, the example or uh, the example of our uh, of, of our own, you know, the Prophet mm-hmm. Muhammad, peace be upon him, so how he did so. that. It was He was uh, a role model himself, you know. Mm-hmm. So the first thing, always be... Uh, the role model yourself, you know, mm-hmm. because children are very smart. You know, sometimes we think that children are very, you know, uh, uh, playful and things like that. But children will look at you and everything which you will do, everything which we will say, even mm-hmm. the promises, everything they will remember that, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I know that from experience because I have three children myself, alhamdulillah. So I, everything uh, I do, everything I say, they remember that and they concentrate me with that, you know. After a week, for for example, they'll tell me, oh, Papa, you told us this last week, you know. <laughs> yeah, <damn>. you, know? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. You're too smart for yeah, your age. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, know that, you know, that children yeah. are looking at you as their example. So the first thing you have to do is be, be, be an example role model yeah. yourself. And if you have achieved that, then you will be able to teach them the right Islamic creed, you know, to teach them about uh, uh, Islam, the, the the pillars of Islam, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. The, 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 uh, the, the the biography of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, uh, and about uh, things which are really will install the creed in them. Yeah. Uh, so, but the, the first step is always something which people al- always skip, and that's being a role model yourself. And that's something which we also see at, because I speak a lot with people who teach children mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. weekend schools, for example. Mm-hmm. And what they tell me a lot is that they, uh, people, the parents, they bring their children to those schools. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then drop them, you know, and then leave. And after uh, four or three hours, they come back to pick them up again, you know. And uh, they e don't know even to pray, you know. So a lot of teachers tell me sometimes people bring the children here. And mm -hmm. when I tell them, okay, let's pray together, they mm -hmm. tell me, well, I cannot pray, you know. A teacher, I cannot pray. Then I ask him, why can't you not pray? Yeah, my mm. papa and mama, you know, my dad and uh, dad and mom do don't pray, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, giving a right example starts with yourself. If, yeah. you, if you're not an example yourself, your children will not uh, will not pick up anything, you know. So, so yeah, so in the context of the question, start loving Allah yourself and then your children will follow. Exactly, Allah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, start yeah. giving the right example. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Uh... The internet is almost unthinkable. I'm translating as I'm reading. <laughs> Just think about that. Almost everything happens digitally. Also the the less stuff, <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah. the content of the curriculum, right? Yeah. Uh, they use the internet. Uh, so there's a lot of benefits of internet yeah. on religious, but also on a religious point of view, but also a lot of danger. Exactly. How yeah. to handle this? Yeah, it's very important because uh, the internet these days is really like uh, like a swamp, you know. Yeah. Uh, and to guide yourself through a swamp, you need you need some 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 knowledge yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, back in the days, you know, knowledge was taken from scholars directly. You know, you have to go to the scholar, you sit at his feet, and he will teach you. You learn also something about manners. You know, mm -hmm. uh, these days it's all it's all online. Uh, the, the the thing which is positive about that is that a lot of people who cannot travel, for example, were not able to go to to mosques, or they are living in a city which don't have any mosque at all. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. it's it's easier to take knowledge to mm -hmm. to gain knowledge because yeah. everything is online these days. So that's good. But uh, the negative side of this is that a lot of people who are not qualified uh, to give to give lectures, for example, who, who are not qualified to do anything, you know, mm -hmm. uh, they are, you know, they are using Internet to propagate their view. They yeah. use Internet to. And you just got you just got to look like the guy who knows his stuff. Yeah, and then you are <laughs> yeah, the guy who knows exactly. His stuff. You know, these days it's really you'll see people having. 10,000 views, for example, yeah. or 100,000 yeah. followers. And yeah. who is this guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, when you, uh, when you uh, check his name in his local community, uh, they will tell you, oh, we don't know this we guy. Know, yeah. We don't even, uh, we never saw him in the mosque, you know? You <laughs> and can become this, a shit yeah. from your basement. <laughs> exactly, you know, he's from his basement having a laptop and everything and yeah. he's, you know, just spewing everything out, you know? Yeah, and that yeah. leads to a lot of problems for yeah. people. So very important is... Uh, when you are going through that whole swamp of internet, uh, gaining knowledge and everything, uh, uh, it's very important to install in yourself some basic principles, you know, uh, and that's, that's something you will not find on the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something mostly you will find from a teacher, you know, yeah. so try to find a teacher, somebody who you can... Uh, benefit from you know i refer to when you see something crazy exactly when you see something crazy then go to your teacher and and, and ask him i see something online yeah, is yeah. it something which i can take or not you know uh, so so you have to have some basic principles installed in yourself you know mm -hmm. like like uh, the basic islamic creed for example mm -hmm. when you have yeah. the basic islamic creed then you can uh, make uh, then you can say okay this is something which is very strange you know this is something which i can take or not take you know yeah so try to gain some knowledge from a teacher you know mm -hmm. uh, because i think that in most uh, cities in holland you will have a mosque you know with an imam or, or somebody who can who's, who's specialized to teach you know and try mm -hmm. to gain some knowledge from that person mm -hmm. and use the internet as a secondary source of knowledge don't don't make it your primary Premises, source yeah, you know yeah. that's the pl problem these days people make it a primary source without referring to a teacher or somebody from knowledge you know and always try to something which islam teaches us is that uh, try to uh, uh, surround yourself with people for, uh, who have knowledge, you know, people who can give you advice. So something when you see something online uh, that you can go to some 
people your friend zone for example mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and tell them oh, i heard this or yeah, i saw yeah. this read this online what do you think about this you know then they will give you uh, uh, advice they will give you another angle mm-hmm. of, of uh, point of view etc yeah, you yeah. know it's very important because when you are on your own you know a lot of people these days they are just on their basements you know they go online Isolation, they don't have any yeah. yeah they don't have any friends they don't have any uh, uh, people around them who have knowledge or you know can refer, uh, can check things up you know and then uh, what you will have then is people will have that uh, whole mentality of black and white you know uh, just uh, take everything black and white without any colors you know so that's very dangerous and we big uh big uh, part of the shaitan as well isolating people yeah isolating people yeah because right? shaitan you know when you are on your own shaitan is it's it's very easy very for easy. him to m- yeah. to misguide you you know to yeah. install all yeah. kind of things in you yeah. and also what we see that uh when we look back i think m- three years ago mm-hmm. you you will see that normal people uh who have just a normal parenthood you know they, they, they come from normal basic families but because they have isolated themselves and mm-hmm. what i mean by isolate not just isolating yourself physically on a basement or something without any friends and, and social contact, but also isolating themselves on internet, you know, just making an account and then uh, talking with people online without anyone who can, uh, you know, uh, give you a second, uh, second point of view, yeah. second opinion, yeah. no? Yeah. And that really leaded to a lot of problems for a lot of people. You saw people blowing themselves up in, in the most forest way of places, you know, uh, just normal people, you know? And, yeah. and when you look at the, the, the whole thing, the reason for that is that, they uh, got misguided online, you know, they got misguided online. And because nobody in their surrounding knew that they were searching for knowledge online, mm-hmm. nobody, they, they didn't have any contact with somebody, you know, because yeah. a lot of those people try to isolate you, you know. So uh, don't never, uh, one of the most basic principles is never isolate yourself, yeah. you know, always S- have. Stay in touch with the offline with world. With people, you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, we yeah. are human beings, you know, just don't, don't be one of those guys who's constantly having 1000 followers on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, you know, and in real life doesn't have any friends mm-hmm. or n- n- not any social contact, you mm-hmm. know. And when you have things like that, that can really misguide you as a person. So, so that's really yeah. something you have to keep in mind when you are gaining or surfing online, you know? Yeah, keep your touch. Yeah, keep your touch with, 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 with people, you know? I think a very good question I have here, which I think is also relevant to what we discussed, is that children have to make a lot of choices very early in their life. And I think that is one of... I mean, we can we can blame that. That, that, that's the reason why, they don't, why we don't have ambition. Yeah. But you have to see, like, they're 15 years old, 14 years old, yeah. and they already have to choose, like, the direction they want to go in. Yeah. And that can be a difficult decision for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. How no. can you help your, your children, right, you know, making this decision so early yeah. and not have any regrets? Yeah, exactly, because what, what we see right now is those children 14, 15 years old, they got a lot of pressure, you know. You have mm-hmm. to, ch- uh, when you are 13 years old, for example, you have to you have to uh, choose the, the the direction you want to go yeah. regarding education, yeah. for example. Yeah. And what also happens a lot, uh, I hope so. That I hope this is something which will change with the next generation and our current generation is that uh, pushing ki- uh, children. You know wh- what I experienced during my uh, youth around me also is that parents were really you know they came from uh, countries where the economy was not very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were completely into you know my child should be a doctor you know or a banker or a lawyer or whatever yeah. you know yeah. and pushing somebody to the limit you know you have to be this you know uh, mm-hmm. choosing what somebody has to be yeah and uh, when somebody is failing 
then you know blaming him and t- telling him or her you're a failure you know uh, you're not meeting the expectations etc etc so what is very important regarding that is that you really give your children the space you know give them the space and, and the environment mm-hmm. just to uh, to make their own choice regarding mm-hmm. education or, or what they want to do in mm-hmm. life, what they want to what, really don't give, reflect your own yeah exactly you know your own well, life yeah, on that, them. That reflection thing is very is something which we really experience. You know, I couldn't be what, a doctor, so my yeah, kid's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, you have to be a doctor. You yeah. know, <laughs> I, I I I could not be a yeah. dentist. You should be a you dentist. Be a you dentist, know, yeah. you know that's to reflect on your children. You know, so just give them the freedom. Don't pressure pressure them too much because when mm-hmm. you are pressuring somebody, then it will snap. You know, uh, and and even. When he's going to school, it's not because he likes it or he, you know, he he loves it or whatever. You know, it's just because my father told me you have to be a dentist. You know, yeah. and that's it's always will backfire uh, at a moment. So uh, just and don't follow also what we have in the West is what you just mentioned. You know that putting children for, for, for give them uh, decisions to make on a very uh, early age. You know, don't go with that. You know, just just tell your children. You know, uh, you have the right. You know, uh, to, to excel. Uh, you know, make your own uh, make your own uh, uh, decisions. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you ha- you have the right to make your own journey in life. Yeah, I will support yeah. you. You yeah, know, yeah. I will support you with that. You know, so don't be afraid about uh, all things around you, the whole atmosphere around you. You know, mm-hmm. me as a parent, I support you. You know, I will stand by you. You know, even if you drop out of school because you failed sometimes you know doesn't matter you know i think that is also a very important part like explaining to them that it's yeah. not that serious exactly you know come on man you know yeah, failing once maybe choosing yeah. physics when you don't want it to be like exactly ec- economics uh, yeah. economics you know yeah exactly it's you not know? That, that big yeah, just let let people you know follow their own dreams yeah. you know lot, let them follow their own journey in life you know okay yeah. you wanted to be a dentist and it didn't succeed for you but that doesn't mean that you know everybody has to be like you you know yeah. Yeah. you know everybody has his own personality his own character his own talents his own ambition you know let people just be themselves you know and that's something which the, the previous generation was really lacking in you know they really proje- projected their own uh, way of thinking their own uh, ambitions on their yeah. children yeah. and you re- yeah. it's really resulted in a lot of failures you know so so just let people be themselves you know that's yeah. really the main message you should give your children so just one time i saw something it was i mean like it's i was it was frank to think about it wasn't yeah. funny you know but yeah, it was yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i was like okay it's kind of interesting so i was walking uh, in my football uh, football soccer club right yeah and his father was like screaming at his kid like you know, in Dutch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got spit stand. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "No, no, I want to be a centre back. Yeah. I want to be a centre. No, no, that's yeah. not for you. Yeah, yeah. You, you are, you are centre forward." And the kid was crying, yeah, and yeah, the dad yeah. was so serious. And I was like, "Wow, look how hard he is projecting on his yeah, kid man, come for on. something like this. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, you're playing amateur level. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, even really, like man, in the top on. team." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wow, Subhanallah, look at the parents." Yeah, man, you know, let that's that's something which you see a lot on pitch. You know, like. Soccer fields yeah, and everything like it's that. It's so serious. Those yeah, parents yeah. who take it like really serious, like yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah, you see that a lot of <laughs> with a lot of things. You know, like <laughs> pressuring children to do something. You know, you yeah. have to be this. You have to do that. You have to study this. You know, when I want, uh, like for example, and I remember wh- back in the day. You know, when you told your parents, like I want to be a painter, for example. Yeah. You know, you. Uh, that's that was really something to put you in a crazy house, you know, an asylum. You know, painter? he wants well, to be a painter. You know, what will the neighbors <laughs> yeah, think? What will the neighbors think? You know, what will he think? You know, and these days you see that, um, like our own generation, you know, you see that uh, our own brothers and sisters, you know, they're becoming painters. They're working in the, you know, in all kind of 
doing fields of love. life, you know, yeah. without any problems. You yeah. know, they are very happy. They're yeah. earning their money. They're earning the livelihood. You know, without any problems, they are very happy with themselves. You know, so you know, the whole thing, that whole backward mentality, was really important. Imported from from the countries of uh. origin, you know, and important here to Europe. Mm-hmm. But Alhamdulillah, that's something which is gradually, you know, dying out. You yeah. know? So that's one of the, the, the negative parts of, of, of heritage. You know, we're yeah. talking about heritage today. Heritage is not always fine and not always good. You know, some things are negative. This is one of those things, you know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's nice to see like this conversation is some to some degree quite positive, right? Yeah, we're yeah, heading yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. some things we have to, you know, consider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but we're doing right. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you have to always to stay positive. You know, it's not it's not from the Islamic uh, point of view We're a thing to be very negative. Yeah, you know, yeah. because negativity is also not good. So yeah. uh, this is what I always always told people: when you are forbidding something, you know, you're telling somebody don't do that. Give them an alternative. You know, yeah, just yeah. don't tell people don't do that. You know, like for example, when we talked about role models, for example, you know, when you're saying to somebody, I don't want you to listen or uh, look to that musician, for example, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's it. No, give him then something, something else, else. You know, yeah. give him something else. You know, tell him, okay, you cannot look at him or for or for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. but here you have somebody else. You know, and get and, you know, try to give him some po- positive energy about that. You know, so that whole blaming, you know, just blaming people and telling them don't do that, don't do that. It's not it's not yeah. working for us. You know, yeah. so give people something. You know, yeah. so that's very important to remind. Also for children, you know, when you're telling a child. Don't look at Netflix, for example, because Netflix contains some cartoons which are un-Islamic, for example, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's it. But you're not giving them a, a, any alternative thing. Yeah, yeah then, then, then the child will become them. very frustrated with you, you know. Yeah. And then he will, uh, when you are sleeping, for example, or when you are not looking, he will go to the Netflix straight They away. will do it anyway. Exactly. You know, that's how children are, you know. That's how we were, yeah. you know. <laughs> we were very yeah. good at hiding <laughs> things and our kids will yeah, be as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're sp- speaking <laughs> for experience here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we had a very interesting conversation. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. I want to thank you. I really like this doing it physical. It's different than yeah. <laughs> online, you know. The yeah, conversation yeah. flows differently, smoother. I really like it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I hope you feel very honored to be the first. It's, I'm the first one. It's the very honored, one, you know. Yeah, and on uh, one of the yeah, it's, it's alhamdulillah. You alhamdulillah. Know, it's, uh, it's good to. It's something. It's very which is very important. Is to connect with people, you know, physically. Yeah, physically That's something yeah, which we yeah. lost during that whole dig- digital yeah. age. You know, uh, everything becomes digitalized. You For know, people want to go crazy on us. It's one and a half meters. Yeah, yeah it's more than more than one and a half. So we don't go crazy. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, see you in the next episode. Or I see you in the previous episode because you're new. Then go watch the other episodes because they're very good as well. Um, see you next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam.